0: Episode 151, Balanced Teachers Win. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, Elite Educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. Thanks for tuning in again for another week, another lesson, another amazing episode. You know what I call you. I call you Elite. That really describes someone that takes time to invest in themselves, to build up their teaching leading capacity, tuning in to some audio PD. You're amazing. And I'm so thankful for you and definitely honored that you value this show enough to continue to come back for more. As you can imagine, I've learned another lesson and I cannot wait to share it with you. Let us talk about making some risky moves in our lives so that we can achieve more balance. That way we can guarantee longevity in our teaching career. Let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. I hope you all had a great start to your week. My husband and I spent the weekend in Savannah, Georgia on a baby moon. That's right. Girlie number two arriving this summer. Ah! <laughs> my life is going to get crazier and I know balance is going to be out of whack. I'm actually pretty nervous about that because I feel like I'm in a groove right now. You know, it's going to take a long time to find my new groove. Do you ever feel like that? It's funny that I'm having, you know, these negative thoughts right now because an edgy buddy of mine who you all know by now, Justin Ashley, he's back in episode. 105. And he just posted on social media that he was canceling his speaking tour on The Balanced Teacher Path, which is a book he wrote. Um, And I know it was a really hard decision for him, but I told him it was commendable that he listened to his gut and honor his family. He basically said this. In fact, I'll just read it to you. (laughs) Uh, He said, today I gave my last speech on The Balanced Teacher Path. After traveling and speaking for the last few months, I've come to the conclusion that the frequent flyer life is not for me. Every time I get on the plane, I think of my wife and kids. I just want to walk off and go back to them. You know, I want to pick up, and he names his kids, up from school. I want to throw the ball and read with them. I want to tuck them into bed. I want to watch TV mentions his wife. I miss my wife. I miss my kids. I miss my students. And I feel within my own spirit that this is not God's path for me. So yes, I'm quitting my speaking tour on the balanced teacher path because it's making me unbalanced. Oh, the irony. It's been a good run. I've hopefully motivated a few teachers on this journey. I even received a few standing ovations, one after giving an entire speech with my pants unzipped. Y'all did not hear that. Listen to the episode I interviewed. He tells us about that. I'm grateful to everyone who has given me advice, encouragement, and helped me share my story since I started traveling. Now it's time to hop on this plane one last time and head back to my family. And it got me thinking about my own situation and self-doubt. You know, can I still do what I love and be a good mom to two needy kids? You know, and I say needy because they're just young. And I know this chapter in my life is about being a good mom, but honestly, it feels weird to put my passion on hold, or at least restructure it so that I can honor my most important commitment, which is caring for my family. I was at my greatest when I had balance, you know, leaving the classroom an hour after dismissal, walking my dog, grabbing a snack, sitting down, I'd watch Obra, I'd watch Ellen and grade papers and lesson plan, you know, until it was bedtime. But most days weren't that great. They were full of last minute meetings or necessary second jobs or just life. And anytime I am out of balance, I am miserable. Uh, My students need and deserve better than that. And so although that we can't control life happening, we can control how we react. And this time of year, a lot of change is happening. Teachers are moving grade levels or schools or leaving education altogether. You know, it's a crazy unbalanced time and lots of unknowns and your thoughts are going to get the best of you if you play the what if game. So I want to give you permission to make the best decision possible for you and your family going into this next school year. And maybe that means that you pull back and you work part time, you know, doing sub work or just decrease your responsibility. Go be a TA for a little bit. You know, nothing is forever, folks. And sometimes great teachers need a break to recharge. And you're not less of a teacher because you have to change things up. You know, remember, you're making a decision that's best for you because you come first. And if you don't care for yourself first, you can't possibly care for others. You know, I know many of you commute ridiculously long ways to and from school. I mean, the heck with that. What are you trying to prove to yourself? So, yeah, you might have to take a less prestigious job and a less desirable location with you, know, maybe not such great pay. But in today's entrepreneurial world, you can make up for your lack of paycheck in some sort of side hustle that might just become, you know, your next passion or at least the thing that fuels your tank to get you back into the teaching saddle again. And I'm not advocating for like a mass exodus from classrooms, but I'm giving you permission to get creative with your options. I know plenty of teachers running a single parent, single payment household who took major risks to better balance their life. And they were able to financially make it work. And in doing so, their state of mind and love of education grew. So yeah, you teach a grade you're not as fond of just to get closer to home, which means you have more you time and family time or whatever. Or, you know, you work two to three jobs, which sucks, but you're not working one demanding job that's depleting your energy. And I know you're probably thinking you're crazy, but sometimes when you are at the end of your rope and you finally jump, you make that decision, you realize it was like the best move you've ever made. This baby moon that we went on, it was what I needed to be a better mom and educator. I threw responsibility up in the air for four days, rejuvenated my soul. I was present and happy in myself, you know, not mom or not wife or not teacher. And now I can step back into my life and do it better because, you know, I took that time out. You know, and thinking about Justin's story, it must have been a really hard decision knowing he made a commitment to do a certain amount of speaking engagements on this tour and to have to say I cannot finish that. I cannot go down this path I thought was helping other people because it's actually hurting me in the process. And that takes a really strong person to be able to do that. And I want you to be that type of person for yourself, to prioritize yourself and your family, because if you don't, you're going to run ragged and you're not going to be worth a dang. (laughs) In terms of all that's to come for me and this mayhem that I'm about to embark on, I can't say that I have like a clear plan in place. But I can say I expect change. I expect it to be hard. I acknowledge things are going to be out of whack as I become, you know, more sleep deprived. (laughs) But my reaction is the most important. I'm going to say I'm prepared for this season of unbalance. I know what I need so I can perform my best during this hectic time. And I'm proactively scheduling time to recoup. Thank goodness for family members and friends and babysitters and whatever I need to do so that I can take a shower (laughs) or I can go on a walk or I just want to write my blog and talk to y'all on my podcast. And all of those require a little timeout time for me. They rejuvenate me. And knowing that they do, I prioritize those tasks. Yes, my family comes first, but I have to make sure I also add in these other activities so that I can keep going. I mean, you cannot sit in front of a computer and work and work and work and work and and not take a snack break or take a walk break because your body needs those things. And that's kind of what I'm trying to tell you is you cannot have a great long career as a teacher if you don't put these speed bumps in your own chapters. If you don't slow yourself down, you don't take a time out. You know, just because you see someone clock in early And stay late at school doesn't mean that they're going to have a long career in education. That's exactly how you get burnt out. Or someone that lives and breathes education 24-7. No, you need to read a book that's not about education. You need to have friends that are not in education. You need to have a weekend where you don't do anything school-related. You're not a bad person just because everyone around you happens to make different choices. You need to know yourself. You need to prioritize yourself and make the best decision for you. I just want y'all to do the same of these examples I'm giving you. You know, prepare and expect for a season of unbalance. You can't get away from it. You probably are already in that season right now with school ending and testing and grades due, and just the mayhem that comes at the end of the year. So remind yourself that you can and will be your best during this crazy time because you know what you need to recoup and you are already proactively putting it in your calendar as often as possible, as often and necessary so that you can come back and continue to do this until the end of the school year. So my advice to you is don't be afraid to make big moves. Justin made a really big move, a really hard move, a really scary move. That's a big risk. But had he not jumped, I think he would have kept doing this and been burnt out going to talk to teachers about balance and he would be so unbalanced and that's not healthy. So I'm glad that he kind of got to that place where he's like, I have got to do something. I take the risk and he will look back and say that was the best thing I ever did. I hated that. I missed out. And helping these certain amount of teachers, but I will be able to help more teachers in the long run if I hit pause right now. And it doesn't mean forever. It doesn't mean he's never going to go back and speak about it. He just needs this whirlwind to slow itself down because this is a special time in his life with his family. He's got young kids. He's still teaching. He needs a little bit more balance like we all do. So, new teachers, you almost have a year under your belt. Woohoo! You figured out yourself in terms of you know how you work best, and you're more confident in what you do daily. So, congratulations. However, your life has probably been teaching on steroids for 180 days, and that's not sustainable. So, think about how you need to tweak your habits and your schedule for the fall so that you can work smarter, and then plan your summer rejuvenation activities so you can tackle the fall like a pro. You know, for me, I always did summer camps or tutored and I had to put a stop to it. And I said, I'm with kids 24-7. I can't spend my summer with kids or I will never rejuvenate to be with them. And I took a job at The Gap and I was there like 10 plus years. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, Because it ended up being such a great reprieve from the reality of my life that I had energy stored up to go back and be with kids. Um, I've chatted with Casey Morris before on the podcast and she mentioned that she decided to go back and get a different certification to teach older kids because she had young kids at home and she needed a break. She couldn't be around young kids and, you know, during the day as a teacher and then come home to young kids. And so having older kids, she could be sarcastic and kind of be her, that side of herself. And then she could come home and be a mom to the young kids and do the cutesy crafts. And so for her, that was balance. And so as you see other people making these hard decisions, think to yourself, I can be courageous like them and do that, too. You know, Teachers in distress, you have been unbalanced for far too long. You are captain of unbalance and unrest. So dethrone yourself. You don't want that title. Go make big moves. You know in your gut why you're not happy and not performing your best. So plan your ideal scenario and then get creative and how you can actually make that a reality. I mean, it's not going to come knocking on your door and it's not going to be easy. So you need to buckle up, put things in overdrive. You got this. Teachers in transition, your new role is going to God, it's going to wipe you out. (laughs) Anytime you mix things up and gain new skills, you kind of slow your momentum down and you turn your balance on its head. So just acknowledge that, hey, this is going to happen and it's normal. Think about the balance that you require now and how you can mimic that in this new role as much as possible. Uh, You know, it's like becoming a new teacher all over again until you find your flow. The more balance you include, the faster you're going to find your flow. And I'm taking my own advice because I know what I need right now because I'm in my good flow. I know things are about to be totally different. I'm going to be wiped out. I'm going to be slowed down. But I know what I need in order to regain my energy and my happiness. And so I'm already thinking through solutions so that I don't go too long without a reprieve. So teacher leaders, y'all work harder than you probably thought you would, more than in the classroom, believe it or not. Although, you know, your work's different. You carry a lot of weight on your shoulders, and that in itself is exhausting. So whether you're jumping into this new leadership role or you're just returning for more, know that each year brings new challenges. And believe it or not, that's what keeps things interesting. You know, you got to be on your toes and thinking in new ways. And like I've said to the others, work smarter and prepare by planning your balance into your day, even if it's just two minutes and you shut your door and you blast your music, you got to release frustration or just feel like yourself for just a second. And that is totally okay. You're not a horrible person (laughs) because you have to take a moment to exhale, give yourself what you need so that you can go out and do better. I have to remind myself daily that I'm not a horrible mom because I have to nap when the baby naps (laughs) instead of working or cleaning the house or blogging and podcasting. And, you know, I'm not a bad mom when I go out to a speaking engagement every so often instead of being home because I love those things. And those things are part of me as long as those things aren't out of whack and too often Um, it's not that big of a sacrifice for the family because I come back rejuvenated and happy and filled so that I can be a better mom and a better wife. So those things give me balance for my body and my mind. And if I don't rest, I can't keep up with my kid. (laughs) If I don't blog or podcast or make resources for TPT or go out and give PD, you know, I feel empty and passionless. But with anything in life, it's never good to do too much or too little of something. So if you can strike the perfect balance, then it should be applauded. Even if you feel weird, you know, taking a break or pulling back. And just like Justin did, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, there is no reward without the risk. He knew he was helping teachers, but at the disservice of himself. And so in the long run, that doesn't help anybody. So he stepped back, you know, not forever, just for a little bit. And that's okay. Uh, We need to support each other in making these hard choices to prioritize ourselves first in order to prioritize others in the long run. It was awkwardly hard. But it's so necessary and it's so rewarding. So if you need me as a sounding board to make some sort of decision in regards to regaining your balance, just give me a holler. Gretchen at AlwaysTheLesson.com All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast. I'm making some risky moves in our lives to achieve more balance so that we can guarantee longevity in our teaching career. Now go out and be great because you've just been Empowered. <laughs> Podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details.